0: Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Welcome
1: to today's program. My name is Rick Renner. And my friend, I've been sitting in this chair waiting for this moment so we can have this time together in the Word of God. And this week, I'm beginning a brand new series called these signs shall follow them that believe. Today is going to be such a good program. Today we're going to find out about casting out demons. Jesus said, if you believe, you have authority to cast out demons. And we're going to see that in today's program. But first, I want to tell you about a brand new product that's about to be released. It's my book, called Christmas the Rest of the Story. You might say, ah, why are you talking about Christmas already? Because this is a book you need before the Christmas season gets here. Watch this, and
2: you'll understand why. In a culture where Santa seems to overpower the reason for the season, it's time to return to the true meaning of Christmas. In Rick Renner's timeless new book, Christmas the Rest of the Story, Rick uncovers the stunning details of the nativity story you have never heard. Details like who exactly was Joseph, the father of Jesus? Why did God choose Mary? What was the star that guided the wise men? Who were the wise men who came to see Jesus? How far did they travel? And what was the value of the gifts they brought to Christ? Through its detailed watercolor illustration, Christmas the Rest of the Story invites families to explore the true meaning of Christmas as they interact with the story across decorated pages in a coffee table size format. When you call or go online right now to pre-order this book for just $35, you will receive the eternal story of Christmas, now beautifully told in this timeless keepsake. This is a sweeping portrait of the Christmas story, allowing readers to reflect on why Jesus came at the dawn of the first century and ultimately the reason for his birth. With stunning illustrations and nearly 300 pages, your family can create a tradition that will last for generations. Great as a gift or enhancing your own traditions, Pre-order the book today, Christmas, The Rest of the Story, for just $35. Call now or go to renter.org to order. Don't miss this special Christmas offer.
1: My friend, I really want you to order Christmas, The Rest of of the story. When this book finally shows up at your house and you hold it in your hand, you're going to be shocked at how beautifully illustrated it is. I hired a special illustrator because I wanted you to really understand everything that the New Testament tells us about the birth of Jesus. And through the years, I have unearthed so many things about the birth of Jesus that no one told me and they are marvelous. That's why I put it in this book. I want you to be as amazed as as I am, by the miraculous birth of Jesus and all the events that happened around his birth. And that's why the book is called Christmas, the rest of the story. Order yours today, and you ought to order two because for sure you're going to want to give one of these as a gift to somebody else. And this week we're also offering you my brand new series, which I'm teaching this week, called These Signs Shall Follow Them That Believe. It's a five-part series, and on the cover there's a man holding his crutches Because he's been healed. Somebody prayed for him. Signs and wonders were manifest and he was healed. Signs are supposed to follow those that believe. That includes you. So I want you to order these series to find out what kind of signs are supposed to be following you. And it comes with a wonderful study guide. And this week we're also offering you my book called "Dress to Kill. The full title is You Don't Have to Take It Anymore. Because you're dressed to kill. Are you tired of all the flack the enemy's throwing in your life? Well, you don't have to take it anymore. Because you're dressed to kill. A biblical approach to spiritual warfare and armor. And please, when you reach out to us, let us know how to pray for you. We believe in the power of God. And we will pray for God's power to be ignited in your life. And Jesus will move when we pray. But let us know how to pray. You can send us your email. Or you can call us right now. We're waiting for the telephone to ring. But are you ready? Reach for your Bible. And today we're going to return to Mark chapter 16. And we're going to look at verse 17 and 18. Just before Jesus ascended to heaven, he said these words. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. But let's go back to the first of the verse and review very quickly what we covered yesterday. Jesus says these signs shall follow them that believe. And the word signs in this verse is the Greek word simeon, which described the signature or seal that was applied to a document to guarantee its authenticity. And now Jesus was sending his disciples into the world to preach the gospel. And as he sent them forth, Jesus in essence says, God's signature is going to be upon you. God's signature is going to be upon the message that you preach. There will be signs that will show up with you when you preach. And those signs will be God's official declaration that you and the message that you're preaching are genuine. Wow. And these signs were intended to authenticate that what we preach and what we believe is not a man-made message, but really is a message given to us from heaven. And these signs authenticated. That's what Jesus said. And what are the specific signs? Jesus said, they will cast out devils. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. I know that sounds kind of scary, but I'm going to help you understand that. They, should, if they drink any deadly poison. It will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and the sick will recover. Jesus said, these signs will follow them that believe. But what does the word follow mean? The word follow is a translation of the Greek word parakolutheo, which is a compound of two words. The word para means to be near or to be alongside or to be in very close proximity. The word akalutheo means to follow or to go somewhere with someone else, to accompany them. Or when compounded as in this verse, it becomes the word parakalutheo. This word follow means, listen, to tirelessly accompany someone else. To tirelessly accompany someone else. To constantly be at the side of. Of an individual, to always be close in proximity with a person, like a faithful companion who is always at one's side. I said yesterday that for years and years in the former Soviet Union, I've always had an interpreter who travels everywhere I go. And if people know that I'm coming, they also know this person's going to be coming with me. He tirelessly accompanies me everywhere I go. He follows me. He's at my side. He is, at, he is my companion. That is the word which Jesus uses in this verse. In fact, this word, parakaluthio, the word follow, was also used to describe students who followed their teacher. The same word was used to describe the disciples as they followed Jesus. Their goal was to stay in step with Jesus. If Jesus moved, they were going to move with Jesus. If Jesus remained stationary, they were going to stay stationary with Jesus. They tirelessly accompanied him. They were always in close proximity to Jesus. They were his companions. That's the word that is used here, which means these signs and wonders should be our companions. They should be our companions. They should faithfully follow us. These signs and wonders should be in step with us everywhere we go and to preach without these signs really should be very strange to us. God intended for these signs to follow us everywhere we go and they are God's signature that we're the real deal and the message we're preaching really is the gospel. And these signs follow those who believe. So every time you preach, every time you witness, whether it's at church or if it's on the mission field, maybe it's at school, maybe it's at work, Maybe it's on the bus. Maybe it's on the subway. It doesn't matter where you are. If you're preaching the gospel, you should expect these signs will always be your companions. They're staying in step with you, but they're activated by faith. They're activated by faith for anyone who believes. And one of the greatest examples of this for me is my precious wife, Denise. Denise believes For these signs to show up. Now, I have to tell you the truth that sometimes I forget to believe. Maybe I get busy or I'm so into studying something that I forget that we need the other part too. But Denise is always so careful to believe for healing to be in manifestation, for demons to be cast out. I've watched Denise over the years. We receive what we believe, and these things are activated by faith. That's why the verse says, These signs follow them that believe. Denise is aggressively constantly, actively believing for these things to be in manifestation, so she sees a lot of them. And I have to be honest and tell you that I have to work on believing for these things, not because I don't want to see them, but because I simply forget. And maybe that's happened to you. These things only show up for those who believe. It's not automatic just because you're a Christian. Jesus said, "...and these signs shall follow them that believe." And the tense of the word believe in Greek would be better translated like this. These signs shall follow those who have engaged their faith and are believing for them. Wow. Let me read that to you again. These signs shall follow those who have engaged their faith and are believing for them. Which means if you've not engaged your faith for these things to be in manifestation, you probably will not see them. You've got to engage your faith. You've got to be actively believing for these things to be in manifestation. They don't just automatically come because you are a Christian. He doesn't say they'll follow Christians. He says, these signs shall follow them that believe. And the Greek literally means for those who are believing for them to be in manifestation. That's amazing. So like everything else, we find that signs and wonders are activated by Faith. And through our ministry over many, many years, Denise and I have both observed that people who regularly move in signs and wonders are people who are actively believing for it. If you're not putting your faith out there, if you're not believing and expecting to see these things, then you probably won't see them. Again, the example is the church that I grew up in. It was a marvelous church, but we didn't believe for these things. And therefore, we didn't see these things. Everything that God does is activated by faith. And the Greek tense of Mark 16, 17 literally means, these shines shall so follow those who have engaged their faith and who are believing for them. So if you want these companions to show up in your life and in your ministry, you have to be believing for them to show up. That's what Jesus said in Mark 16, verse 17. So the amount of signs and wonders we see and experience will be determined by what we are constantly believing for. So what are you believing for? Do you believe for people to be healed? Do you believe that you have authority over demons? What do you believe? Because what you're believing for is what you're going to see. So when you pray for the sick, you should expect and be believing for them to be healed. When you confront someone that is demonized, you should expect and be believing for them to be liberated. When you're in a situation that requires the miraculous, you should expect and be believing for the miraculous. We're in a situation when you need protection, you should expect and be believing for divine protection. And if you're not experiencing the supernatural right now, it may be the signal that you're not believing. They don't just automatically show up Again, Jesus didn't say, these signs will follow Christians. He said, these signs will follow them that believe. Those that have engaged their faith and are believing for them, this is the promise of Jesus. And in Mark 16, verse 17, Jesus said, these signs shall follow them that believe. Here we go. Number one, in my name, shall they cast out devils. So they cast out devils. Now you may say, I don't even know what a demonic manifestation looks like. I wouldn't be able to recognize a demon if I saw one operating in a person. Well, you need to understand what the New Testament says about demonic activity. So I want to encourage you to go online and order my series called What the New Testament Tells Us About Demons. The subtitle says how to recognize demonic activity and how to exercise your God-given authority over demons. The Bible tells us a lot about demons, and we need to know what the New Testament teaches us about demons and demonic activity. But over the years, Denise and I have dealt with a lot of people that are demonized. That's very interesting because most people call them demon-possessed, But the New Testament really doesn't use that term, demon-possessed. It talks about people that are demonized. Somehow they're under the control of demons. They're not totally possessed, but they're demonized. They are affected. They are spirit-inflected problems. I remember one time many years ago, I was standing in a prayer line, and I was praying for people, and we were ministering the healing power of God. And from a distance, I could see a young man standing in the prayer line, and I knew by looking at him, That he was demonized. He looked oppressed. His hair was all messed up. He looked like he was unkept. And as I approached him, he began snarling and making noises. And when I looked into his face, his eyes became little slits, and he looked at me through those little slits, and I could see that it was nearly another personality looking at me through his eyes, and I knew that it was a demonic presence. I was not afraid of that. Why should I be afraid? Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And Jesus said, in my name, you're going to cast out devils. So I reached out, touched that man, took authority over that demonic presence, commanded it to leave, and watched as he collapsed on the floor. And I literally saw that demonic presence left that young man. I could see that spirit making its exit. And when it was finished, that young man was totally set free. I could not begin to count the times over the years that we have seen demonized people liberated because we took authority in the name of Jesus. And Jesus said, in my name, they shall cast out devils. Well, what does that phrase mean? They shall cast out. Well, cast out is the Greek word ekbalo. And it's a compound of two words, the word ek, which means out. It's where you get the word for exit. And the word balo, which means to throw something like a ball or to throw something like a rock, to hurl something. But when you compound these two words together, the word ek and the word balo, they form the Greek word ekbalo, which here is translated cast out. And listen to what it means. When compounded into one word, as we find it here, the new word means to throw out, to throw out, as to evict someone from a house, Mm. to drive out. You could even translate it to expel. And historically, this word, ekbalo, was used to describe a nation that forcibly removed its enemies from its borders. So when Jesus said you will cast out demons, he means you're going to evict them. Just like a landlord that would evict you from an apartment or evict you from a house, they serve you papers and you've got to move out. That's the kind of authority we have in Jesus' name. We can evict, we can cast out, hurl out, throw out demon spirits from where they are dwelling. They are enemies that do not belong within the borders of that person's life. And in Jesus' name, we can forcibly drive them out. That's what Jesus said. And he said, this is one of the signs that would follow them that believe. Well, what does the word demon mean? Well, the word demon, the Greek word daimonion, means demons. And it was widely believed in the ancient world at the time of the New Testament that demons thickly populated the lower, denser regions of the air, and that these demons were the primary cause of most disasters and suffering that occurred in the earth. Now today, people tend to dismiss the reality of demons. But my friends, Jesus was not deluded about demons. Demons were real then. Demons are real now. Today, people try to treat demons with medication. They try to use hypnosis. They try to use all these things. But in fact, Jesus said that in his name, we would cast them out. That we have the authority to evict demons from the people that we love and the people we meet that are demonized. And when you look at the ministry of Jesus, you find that Jesus was regularly casting out, he was expelling, he was evicting demons. One example is Matthew chapter 8 verse 16, where the Bible says, and he cast out the spirits with his word. With his word, which means this doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out deal. With a single word, you have authority over demons, and you can tell them to get out. And the word cast out that is used in Matthew 8:16 is again the Greek word ekbalo, meaning to forcibly throw out, and it tells us that Jesus literally kicked these demons out of people's lives. Or how about Matthew 9, verse 34? Even the Pharisees acknowledged that Jesus had authority over demons. And Matthew 9, 34 says, but the Pharisees said, wow, he casteth out demons. And the words casteth out, again, the Greek word ekbalo, which means Jesus would toss them out of people's lives. And when you come to Matthew chapter 10 and verse 1, it says, and when he called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to do what? To cast them out. Cast them out is again the Greek word ekbalo, which means to forcibly evict, to throw out, to hurl out, to forcibly remove. And by the way, the fact that you have to evict them, means they may not want to go. The fact that you have to forcibly remove them means they may resist. But with a single word, you have more authority than demons have. And Jesus said, In my name, if you believe, you will cast out demons. And according to Mark chapter 16, verse 17, we are commissioned by Jesus to do this. We're commissioned by Jesus to do this. Now, if you say, well, I just don't understand about demons, then you need to go online and order my series called What the New Testament Tells Us About Demons because this is something you need to understand. Jesus gave you authority to evict demons from people you meet and people that you love. You say, well, why haven't I ever seen this in my life? Are you believing for it? Jesus said, These signs will follow them that believe. He did not say these signs will automatically follow all Christians. That is not what it says. It says it will follow them that believe, and the Greek literally means them that have engaged their faith and who are believing for it. You have to be ready to be used, you have to be believing that God's power is going to flow through. You cannot be passive about this. When you run into a situation where there is a demonic presence, you have to engage your faith and say, by the time I leave this individual, they're going to be free. And Jesus said, these signs will follow. They'll show up like your companion everywhere you go. These signs will go with you if you're believing for them to be in manifestation. Jesus anointed you to do this. And that means you can do it. But wait, there are more signs. Jesus also said they shall speak with new tongues. That's what we're going to cover tomorrow. But I'll be back in just a moment and I want to pray for you.
0: In Rick Renner's new series, These Signs Shall Follow Them That Believe. Rick unpacks the words of Jesus about what kinds of supernatural signs are supposed to follow those who believe. But to see these supernatural signs, you have to engage your faith to see them manifest. God wants these supernatural signs to follow you. But what exactly are the signs? How do you ignite the supernatural in your life? How often are these signs supposed to follow you? And what does that really mean? In this brand new five-part series, Rick clearly shows exactly the supernatural signs Jesus said will follow those who believe and how to activate them in your life. Jesus said if you believe, you will cast out demons, you will speak with new tongues, you will have supernatural protection. You can lay hands on the sick and see them recover. This five-part series is available in digital or physical format, starting at just $10. And today, we are also offering you Rick's book, Dressed to Kill. This 500-page illustrated book is a comprehensive study on spiritual warfare and will teach you how to put on the full armor of God and the importance each piece of the armor plays in defeating the enemy. This book will equip you to keep the devil under your feet and deal a blow to the works of the enemy in your life. This beautifully bound book can be yours for just $22. Don't miss this special offer. This series, These Signs Shall Follow Them That Believe and the book, Dressed to Kill. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. Friends, this is Rick
1: Renner, and today I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us to victoriously finish phase one of our ministry expansion project, which was purchasing our Tulsa headquarters building and building the building for our new studio in Moscow. That studio is an anchor for the Word of God, and together we did it. We finished phase one. And then you faithfully stayed with us through phase two and you gave again to help us finish the interior of the studio. And I wanna say thank you so much. But now in front of us is phase three. You say, well, what is phase three? Phase three is paying off the Tulsa building. Now, right now, I'm in the interior of the Moscow Good News Church. It is quite an amazing place. When you walk through this building, it's so beautiful and it testifies to the grace of God and the provision of God and the giving of our church and of our partners. We built this facility debt-free and because of that, the Moscow church has never had the burden of monthly payments. All of our funds have been released to do the work of the gospel. And now we need to do that in Tulsa and I call this phase three and I'm asking you today to pray about joining us as part of the giving team for phase three, which is paying off the Tulsa facility. And the reason we want to pay it off is because then it will release funds for us to take the teaching of the Bible to the ends of the earth. And dear friend, right now, the Bible is so needed. And I know that that's my heart and that is your heart. And together we can take the Bible to the ends of the earth. So please pray about joining us for phase three to finish paying off the Tulsa building, and I want to say thank you in advance. If you're ready to see the power of God show up in your life as the manifestation of signs and wonders then I want to encourage you to order my brand new series called These Signs Shall Follow Them That Believe. There are signs that are supposed to be accompanying you. They're to be your assistants. They're to be your associates. Jesus said they will follow you, which means to tirelessly follow you or always be in close proximity where you are So if you're in a place, the power of God ought to be in that place. If you move to another place, the power of God ought to show up in that place. These are signs that are intended to follow you as your companions. And I want you to understand what these signs are and how to release your faith so they can manifest. And this wonderful five-part series comes with a study guide so you can read all the points, see all the Greek words while you're hearing it or while you're seeing it. And right now we're also offering you my book, which is called Dressed to Kill, the full title. You don't have to take it anymore, and you don't. Why? Because you're dressed to kill. You have spiritual weaponry and spiritual armor, and that's why the subtitle continues to say A Biblical Approach to Spiritual Warfare and Armor. You have everything you need to deal with the devil, to drive back evil, and to manifest The power of God. Oh, it's so exciting. But I want to pray for you right now. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus. Lord, you said these signs will follow them that believe. Forgive us if we have not believed. And help us to begin actively engaging our faith to see these signs show up wherever we are. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you need prayer, please reach out to us. We're waiting for the phone to ring right now. Or send us your email. But I'll see you again tomorrow. And until then, remember Ecclesiastes 8.4, where the word of a king is, there's power.